0: Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala Rasulullah, Muhammad wa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tasliman kathiran kathira. The thing to remember is, the Qur'an al karim is the actual speech of Allah. So the first thing to understand about this is, the Qur'an is not a kitab. The Qur'an is the kalam. Kitab is later, which the kalam was... Uh, collected and it was written down and put together but what came first was the speech of Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke to Jibreel and Jibreel spoke to Rasulullah and from Rasulullah we got the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so the Quran Al-Kareem is the actual speech of Allah it is Allah speaking and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking to us so when you sit With the Musaf, you are reading the Quran, when you hold it in your hand, for a second stop and remind yourself that what I have in my hand is the actual speech of Allah. Kalamullah. The Quran Al-Kareem is the closest that we can get to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this life. Because in this life we cannot see Allah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his ru'ya to show himself to us inshaAllah in Jannatul Firdaus we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this. And inshaAllah we have hope that Allah will show us and we will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshaAllah. But until that time we cannot see this life, we cannot see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Qur'an is the closest. We cannot see Allah but we can hear and listen to his kalam. I don't say specifically voice because it is not the question of voice, it is the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is very important when you are studying the Quran, when you are learning to read the Quran, when you are memorizing it, when you are reading the uh, meaning and so on, to, continuous, to continuously remind yourself that this is not some ordinary thing, it is not a word, it is not just some wise sayings by this one or that one. This is the actual speech of Allah. Just as an example, and Taala Allah Allah is above all examples. Supposing somebody beams down from outer space, right? Some planet, uh, a document which is very highly sophisticated, very important scientifically. If it comes down, what do you think is the value of that? Right? It's incredible. There's no. There's no, va- there's no, you can't put a, put a number on it. For example, if you take the uh, when when uh, uh, Neil Armstrong went to the moon and first moonwalk, uh, and then he got some rocks and stuff from the moon. If you say what is the value of that moon rock, it's you know God knows hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of dollars, because it is something from another dimension. Imagine what is the value of the creator himself, Jalla Jalalu, The one who created us, he is speaking to us. So have that sense of awe and majesty. Second thing is also, this shows us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us. Otherwise, why should Allah speak to us? What is it to Allah? Right? You live or die, who cares? As we sit here and we are talking, there are thousands of children who have died in Palestine. Who cares? Certainly not the leaders of the world who are complicit and who are culpable in that mass murder and genocide. They are the ones who are doing it and who are getting it done. But this is not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cares about His creatures. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the whole world. He loves everything that He created. And that is the reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent human beings on this earth not simply to live and die, not simply to make money, not simply to buy cars and homes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent us to establish a way of life on the earth which is good for all the inhabitants of the earth. A way of life which is good for human beings, a way of life which is good for animals, for the birds, for the insects for reptiles, for amphibians, right? A way of life that's good for the rivers, for the seas, for the air, for the trees, for everything. Allah did not send us to 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 destroy. He didn't send us to kill. He didn't send us to pollute. He didn't send us to uh, create toxicity. He sent us to spread goodness. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Inni jailun fil ardi khalifa. Allah said, I've decided to send on the earth a, Khalifa somebody to take care of the earth and that is why now, okay, so now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends you as the Khalifa well you say okay I'm here but I don't know what to do how much I do this so that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent his books and Alhamdulillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for us as Muslims Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Rasulullah sallam, as the teacher and he sent him with the book Al-Quran Al-Karim so the Quran. if Somebody says, "How do you know? How can you? How can you say Allah loves us?" The Quran is evidence. The Quran is proof that Allah loves us. Because if Allah did not love us, there was no need to send anything. We could have lived in the world anyhow, uh, succeeded, failed, lived, died. It would not make any difference to anybody. But Allah Subhanahu wa Taala did not just create us and abandon us. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala created us. He uh, ensured by sending us the Qur'an that we live a life which is beneficial for us. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself is Allahu samad, right? Allah is has no need. Allah is free from all need. So even if the whole world, right? Right now it looks like the whole world is ready to disintegrate and destroy itself, right? You're seeing wars everywhere, global warming and all kinds of stuff. Inshallah, we ask, we have the best hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we hope that people with power will get some sense uh, and that this disaster which we are going toward won't happen. But the point is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created a, and sent us a system which if we follow, then it will be something which is beautiful for all of us. Right? So that is the important thing to keep in mind. And uh, remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala... <clears throat> Send. So therefore, when you read the Qur'an now, think of it like that. I am reading, this is Allah talking to me. So in the Qur'an, therefore, now when, you, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says something, this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talking to me, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling me, this is who I am. So there are two, two uh, or rather three uh, kinds of ayat in the Qur'an. There are ayat which talk about Allah Himself, Jalla Jalalu, who is Allah? Ayatul kursi Suratul ikhlas and so on and so on uh are ayat and then individual ayat al ladhi bi mulk right uh, and so forth uh, ar al quran so all of these are ayat which are telling us about the glory and majesty of allah who is allah so that we recognize allah subhanahu wa ta'ala why is it necessary to recognize allah because only when we recognize the glory and majesty of allah then the glory of the kalam of allah will also come into our hearts so, oh my god this is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaking who is allah <laughs> he is the one who is speaking to you. So this is one set of ayat. The second set of ayat are ayat about people, about different kinds of people. Musa alayhi salam, Ibrahim alayhi salam, the people of Fir'aun, the people of Shaddad, Haman, and so on and so on, good people, bad people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, sent us a whole lot of these stories, not for the entertainment value, okay, let us ha- talk about now stories of the Prophet's store. We should do all that, nothing wrong. But the purpose of that story is to show us that there were people like us before us, some of them did good and good happened to them, some of them did evil, evil happened to them. So now it is our turn to live on the face of this earth. How should we live? Here are, here are examples. Live like Ibrahim salam. don't live like Namrud. Live like Musa salam. don't live like Firaun, right? It's just because Allah gave you some money and Allah gave you authority, don't start acting like Firaun. Be humble, be a, be even with authority and money and so on. Be the be like Yusuf alaihi salam. He had all this. So this is for us lessons, right? And third is a set of ayat which are actually the laws. What must I do with inheritance? What must how must I get married? How must I get divorced? If I, if the divorce has to happen, what must happen, right? Uh, all the all the ahkam. Uh, I want to worship. Begins with the worship of Allah. So I want to do salah. How much I do salah? What is the what is the way of doing that? Before salah, purification. How much I do that? So all of these ahakam also came, right? And then Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala sent us another set of revelations, which is like a second book, which we know as the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is called wahi Ghair Matlu wahi which is not recited. In salah, but that is also Wahi. So, for example, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said, "Akimu sala, akimu li dhikri, Establish salah for my dhikr. So you say now, Daniel says, "Yes, good. Alhamdulillah, Inshallah, I am ready. How must I pray?" That is not in the Quran, right? Allah did not give us the methodology of prayer. So you stand up by saying, akbar, no, "Allah." No, say. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala taught this to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, who taught it to us. So, He taught us how to pray, He taught us the entire method of it, He taught us the purification before we come into prayer, He taught us you know, how to purify ourselves, small uh, impurity, major impurity and so on. And then Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala uh, and Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, all of this was also wahi. All of this is also revelation from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, right? So, this is called wahi Ghair Matl. So, people say, oh, but you know, Hadith is not important, that's nonsense. Because without hadith you cannot practice Islam. It's extremely, extremely important. But hadith is not the actual speech of Allah. Hadith is what Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala taught Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam then taught it to us. Right? So when Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, "Sallu Kamara Usalli," these are the words of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Aqim is whose word? Allah's word. Right? So this is the Quran. So Alhamdulillah we have a religion which is connected with us which is real which is valid which we apply and it gives us benefit. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jazakallah khair Thank you for spending the time with me. Alhamdulillah may Allah bless you and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this beneficial for all of us. I make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should fill your hearts and your lives with the Quran. And make you living, walking, talking models of the Qur'an, inshallah. Right? And I request you to make dua for me also. Will you do it, inshallah? (laughs) Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.